Are you in grad school and you find it difficult to balance it all out? Like you have this thing called life constantly tugging at you and you have maybe a husband or a wife, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, an ex-girlfriend, an ex-boyfriend, and maybe two or three kids also pulling at you and you just can't seem to balance it out and figure it out because you have this little bitty thing called a dissertation or maybe this thing called a thesis that's hanging around. Where you're in the right place. This podcast is also perfect for anyone who's thinking about going back to school. You've landed in the right place. This is grad school for grown folks. Yeah, grown folks. And here we help you navigate the terrains as a doctoral student or maybe if you're thinking about being one. So I share the gems with you as an editor, a dissertation coach and someone who's been in your shoes. I'm Dr. Tanya Vetter. I'm going to drop some gems you don't want to miss. Yeah, there is an easier way to do this, guys. Let's take a listen. Welcome to the Grad School for Grown Folks podcast. How are you guys doing? I'm excited, excited about this all too needed topic. Yep, the topic is I'm a doctor. Now what? Where are the opportunities? Why aren't they knocking at my door? Yes, why do I hear crickets? (laughs) You know what? After all of the hard work, many students find themselves frustrated because opportunities are not knocking on their door. So what gives, right? I can hear you saying that. Where are the fancy opportunities for this fancy you-know-what degree? I can hear you now, right? I um, I talk about this often with friends and I hear the frustration, right? We get this fancy degree that's costs this fancy price And where are the fancy opportunities? And I have a very, very unique perspective and one that may not be popular. But here's what I think about this. Um, It is not uncommon to feel frustrated after graduating. I think one of the misconceptions um, about getting a doctorate um, is automatically the minute you cross the stage and you accomplish this huge task is that people are looking for us, right? People are looking for you. And honestly, it just doesn't work that way. As a matter of fact, I heard um, when I was on the other podcast that I was invited to be on twice as a guest, they uh, similarly um, experienced the same thing. They were talking about how students often thought that, you know, opportunities were just going to be abundant immediately because students were now, you know, equipped with a new title. And it doesn't work like that, guys. So I'm going to share three things with you that I think would be helpful and beneficial that I've experienced, that I've seen my clients experience. And one of the things that I do as a coach, um, if I know my client is not positioned If I know my client is not positioned 
well, right? Um, I do make this a part of their coaching package, which is why to me, I don't care what anybody say. It's a game changer, which is why I added it to my business. I think it's a game changer to be a dissertation coach because it gets you started early. I think you are doing yourself a great disservice if you're thinking about this um, when you're in your program at the end of your program, right? So that's why I love what I do for my clients. I love, love, love the fact that if you go to my website, dissertationsdoctor.com, you will not see prices on there because literally everything is individualized. Like you will not see a price because it's based on your needs. So number one, a terminal degree, in my opinion, honestly, if you've gotten this far academically, to me, it signals that you have the capacity and the discipline to create opportunities yourself. You have the capacity to create the very opportunities that you're waiting on or that you're seeking. I mean, especially in my field, like, yo, if you're in education, and I'll say even in, me, in in the medical field, if you are whatever, in to me in this day and time, no matter what field you are in, to me, I think everybody should have um, to be, a, I, just this is my opinion, in my opinion, I think everybody should be an entrepreneur at some capacity, even if you have a full-time job and do that for yourself. I don't think anybody should own all of your talents in your gifts in your skills i don't think anyone should own that so if you have completed a degree or you're working on a degree on this level then i think you have the capacity and you should have the discipline to create the opportunity that you are seeking or waiting for that's just my number one and that's what i believe number two what is the market demanding? That is my question. What is the what is the market demanding? Because that tells me that possibly you are doing something that the market is not demanding. Now, here's the key word, demanding, demand, demand. So if there's a demand, then that means that they are not going to wait. All right. So what is the market demanding right now is what I would ask you. So I don't know what your area of study is. I don't know what your area of study was because you may have finished your degree by by now. But I would ask you to seriously investigate what is the market demanding right now. Now, I want you to notice I didn't say anything about your passion. And you're going to always hear me say that. Um, I did not ask you anything about your passion. All right. So how can you work what you have to fit what's needed? Right. So whatever area of study that was that you got your degree in, how can you work it to fit what's needed? You know, I didn't even do my study on anything related to dissertations. However, throughout my whole program, I was the fellow. I was the student assistant. I was the graduate assistant in the writing lab. And I focused on what? Dissertation editing. I focused on what? Research. I focused on what? Writing. That's crazy, right? So look at your skills. And if you have a full-time job, the other thing I want you to do is what 
is your full-time job paying you to do? Whatever they're paying you to do, if there's a demand for it in the market, you need to see how you can build a um, a business out of it. All right. So you're going to hear my paper flip over because I, I am actually working with notes and all that. So you all can get all the goodies. All right. And number three and my final one is it doesn't happen overnight. And I think that's the biggest thing. And this probably should have actually been number one, but that's OK. Just in case I go on my soapbox and rant and rave. It doesn't happen overnight, which is why two things are key. Number one, having mentors. I think this is probably um, if anyone was to ask me what positioned me uh, to be successful the most as a student when I was a student, it would be number one, mentors. I lived up under mentors when I was in school. So at a time when some of my peers were not even thinking about mentors. I had tons of them. I had a financial mentor. I had a spiritual mentor. I had uh, doctoral uh, mentors. I had I, I had a mindfulness mentor, believe it or not, because my study was on mindfulness. I had a mentor for every area of my life. I really did. Almost like a life coach. I did. I had people that were pouring into me and I did that early into my program. Like on day one, before I even started my program, I had mentors. So number one was mentors. Number two, relationships with the colleagues early in the game. Here's the thing. Don't wait until the end of your program. I've seen people wait until graduation to start networking. It's too late. It's too late. It's not a genuine relationship. No, don't email me because no, I do not remember you from someone. So no, I don't remember you sitting across there. I don't. I do not. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to check out the free networking cheat sheet that I have that will help you identify at least 25 people right now that you can use potentially as resources and references to get your life together. Like seriously. And they're going to be authentic people, not these fluffy people that you keep making up that you have to keep saying you remember me remember I have the yellow shirt on no the blue shoes on no 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 go ahead and head over to dissertationdoctor.com and grab this free 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 networking cheat sheet I've created to help you identify 25 real genuine people that can help you identify the opportunities you want, get you in the door and get you going. Look, let me tell you this. Yes, you've accomplished a great thing. Congratulations. If you are in a program right now, I definitely want you to go ahead and head over there and get that free cheat sheet because here's the deal. Don't wait until the end of your program or even the middle of your program. You want to start building those relationships early, early on. The second thing is Create what you are waiting for. Create what you are waiting for. All right. You guys know what I say. Be light, be loved, be you. But you decided to do this. So in all things you do, do it well. See you next time. Bye.